why men are very attracted to women who don't try hard. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method and married to my incredible husband, Brody. Now let's go ahead and dive right into why men love when you don't try hard. Number six is he causes intrigue. You're really communicating to him that you are a prize yourself, that you are worthy yourself. You, it's like a little bit the unknown. And he's wondering, why is she holding herself in such high regards? I want to find out more. Now, what I'm not saying here is like that you obviously shouldn't try like at all and not opening up your heart or not communicating. But when I say trying too hard is when you try to force things, when you text him all the time, when your communication with him is totally out of balance, right? So when I look at your screen share and I would see that he sends you two, three word answers but you sent him a whole novel. Does that sound familiar to you? And you think like, okay, no, the more I share, the more, you know, then he's going to respond. No, then. And it's like this whole, like turning yourself sort of into a pretzel and trying to sort of go into performance mode. And the reason why you do that is because performance mode has worked really well for you in work. However, I always say performance is not the same like a partner pattern right? Performance pattern versus partner pattern. It's not the same. It oftentimes actually works in reverse, right? Also, you know, men may wonder if you try too hard, what do you have to prove? Why do you feel like you need to prove yourself? And I, should I not be so sure that you're actually like a catch? Should I actually question that? Should I actually, you know, take my time and um, hesitate and question and doubt like what's going on there, right? And so that's like part of the reasons why men love when women don't try too hard. Number five is trust over fear. And what I mean by that is that you unconsciously actually hand men resumes. Now, the resume that you hand him, when you try so hard, it's like that you're like afraid. You don't trust. You're like, if you you have to hold on because last time you checked when you were a little girl yourself and your parents were abandoning you or they were dismissing you or they were moving out without further notice, parents got divorced, right? Or maybe somebody died out of the sudden or, you know, dad was, mom was really busy, right? Like, but there was just like not enough attention for you to experience what you want to experience, then you thought like, okay, the more I hold on to that moment that I have with them, like the more, the less likely they are to disappear, right? And so this is like what the, how a little girl logic works. However, it doesn't work in dating, right? Because like when a man actually feels, and this goes vice versa as well, I would imagine, is so when someone feels that you're coming like from sort of, fear and from like a like like a have to and I'm like holding on and I'm controlling it actually pushes the other person away right because they feel suffocated or they feel trapped or they feel manipulated they feel like you're making them the source of their happiness and of course that's like never like a wonderful attraction magnetic attribute that you can bring to the table However, if you have deeply inside of your nervous system 
I trust. <clears throat> Quick side story. You know, when I was dating this guy back in 2009, <clears throat> met him um, on Spiritual Singles and he was like from Chicago and I lived in LA at the time. <clears throat> and, you know, we were just kind of talking and texting and so on. But then out of the sudden, he pulled back and he stopped calling or texting. And so I threw me into complete fear, into this black hole, feeling I'm in a free fall, feeling like I don't matter. I'm certainly not safe. And what I realized is what, when I was like sort of heading into almost like a depression, right? Like I realized like what I don't have is I don't trust. So I took my notepad and I'm not even kidding you. And I wrote 134 times, I trust. But I trust, I trust, I trust, I trust. And I even like wrote like on bigger pieces of paper and put it like on my walls. So I saw it around me all the time because environment trumps willpower. And after that, things really shifted for me because I realized, like, I freaked out. I gave all this power away, right? I gave a man so much power because I didn't trust. I didn't trust. Okay, so that's the thing, right? What can you do to stabilize the trust factor inside of yourself? Now, this leads me to number four, <clears throat> which is a man wants to feel that you're resourced. Okay, he doesn't want you to feel like you're depleted and he's resourcing you because then you're kind of putting him on a pedestal, right? He becomes the source of your happiness. And that is not only highly codependent, but also unattractive and honestly also exhausting. You know, I mean, if you have ever been the source of someone's happiness, it's really scary because you're waiting, you 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 have their happiness on their shoulders. Like that's a lot of responsibility, and it's not even like authentic. It's not sustainable. So when you actually don't try so hard, like you actually communicate unconsciously that you are truly resourced. Now, I give an example. When I was dating this guy and he told me, that's in 2010, that I have too much, right? That I'm like too affectionate. And because I was resourced, I actually didn't react. I didn't try harder. I didn't say, no, I don't. Or Because sometimes trying harder actually means that you deny your feelings, right? You minimize them or you apologize for them, right? And so I didn't do any of this. I didn't get angry. I just said, you know, from a resource place, well, this is, this is who I am. And because I was coming from this resource place, the man was just completely floored, like completely apologized himself. But he's like, no, I'm just kidding, just kidding. I, no, no, I love it. I love when you hug. I love that you're so affectionate. And and I ended up pursuing me, right? But why was that? Because he could just like, she's so resourced. Like, where's she taking this resourcefulness coming from? I want to know more. Number three is <clears throat> equal play field. And what that means is, of course, as you can already imagine, you don't put him on a pedestal. But you're not saying like that he's the price or you're the price. Like you, if he's the price, then you're the price too, right? If he's not the price, then you're not the, you know, you're just kind of like on this equal play field. So you're really saying like, hey, we're in this together. This is like back and forth. This is like a ping pong match, so to say, right? This is not like me carrying the burden and like making everything happen and being the helper and the rescuer 
and you know what I mean? Um, initiating all the time, making plans. No, it has to be equal also coming from your side as well, right? And so that, of course, causes then respect in a man. And when a man respects a woman, right, like he will actually be also then more attracted to her long term <clears throat> because he doesn't just like her. He also respects her. Number two, and this has to be my favorite, it's the cliffhanger effect. So, yes, when you don't try so hard, like me, you may actually end the date early. Right? You may actually be like, you know what? Like, I have a good time. We just had a dinner for two hours. Um, but you're not trying too hard. Like, so you're like, you know, now I just got to get ready. My bedtime routine, you know, reading, journaling, meditating, all the things, you know, getting ready for the next day. You know, so this was like really lovely. So you leave sort of like this cliffhanger. Like the man doesn't know what to expect. You know, like, of course, an advertisement, um, it's being used very successfully. You know what happens when you watch your favorite show? And then just the moment when this guy was supposed to hand the last rose out to decide who he takes into the next round, it's commercial break, right? Of course, it's on purpose because we have this part inside of our brain right, that wants to predict. And when it can't predict, there's this open loop and it wants to close this loop. And it almost creates sort of like an addictive pattern, right, where we have to close the loop. So same here. If you don't try that hard, not you try hard to get. I'm not saying it's the opposite, right? But when you don't try that hard, when you still live your life, you actually create open loops because the man is like, what's going on with her life? Let me, let me check in. You know what I mean? What's happening? What's going on? Um, and it causes like this curiosity and, of course, massive attraction. And finally, number one, it informs the man that you have a secure attachment style. Now, there's wonderful things that come with having a secure attachment style. For example, what comes with that is him knowing that he can break down too, that he doesn't have to be the strong one all the time. It also means that your relationship can be authentic and transparent and that there's a trust is as the foundation of that relationship, that he's not going to deal with a lot of like, um, you know, placating, blame, um, passive aggressiveness, things like that, because you have high levels of anxiety, right? Because you don't feel resourced. And then you're blaming him because you don't feel resourced and so on, even if it's unconscious, right? But rather it's like, oh, this is actually a woman whose like, life is going to be amazing. And even when we have some trials and tribulations, like I don't have to predict all of that because I know that she's going to be okay. She's not going to fall apart. She's not going to fall off the mountain. You know what I mean? Um, so that's like also really important when a man just really thinks about, is this like a long-term potential, right? Can I go through thick and thin with this woman, or as I've soon as we go through thin, it's it's going to be all on me. Now, my bonus is it challenges different archetypes. So for those of you who stayed until the very end, you probably also know my frameworks of the archetypes, of the different energies that we have inside of ourselves. And so when you don't try that hard, right? Like you, you have like different archetypes, different energies that come out of a man, but right? you can activate the wild man more who actually pursues you more, right? You can activate the magician more who comes up with like more creative date ideas potentially, right? You can activate the king more thinking about like, what is my vision? 
How do I see this woman fitting into my life, right? And so on. So you can activate all those different energies in a man. Remember, it's still the same man, just different energies, right? And when you challenge that, he'll love it because you cause sort of the state change inside of him. And there's a lot of a big sense of variety as well and of unexpectedness, meaning that he can grow with you, that he can move into the unknown with you. And that will also ultimately make him more attracted to you. Now, if you want to learn more on how to attract the long-term relationship to you, take our free love pattern quiz at getlovequiz.com or simply click the link in my description right here below. And um, and then I'll see you there. Lots of love, ladies. Bye-bye.